Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. John Jastrzemski, Sports Radio 1019 FM, The Fan, All right, folks, welcome back. It is a jam-packed Wednesday edition of JJ After Dark. We're actually doing our first-ever Zoom interview, and it's for good reason. We're welcoming in a guy who I was introduced to probably a long time ago, but ever since I did this Marvel kick, I, I saw him in Endgame, I saw him in The Winter Soldier, he's in Billions, and now he's in a new movie, Boss Level, with Mel Gibson, which is going to be released early March, Who, and he's a New York guy, so of course we're going to like him. My main yeah. man, Frankie Grillo. What's up, Frankie? How are you, kid? <laughs> so let me ask you this, first things first. As a guy who has gotten into you know, the movie industry, the TV industry, how much did your career change just from being in these Marvel movies where, man, like, they are viral. They're everywhere. You can't escape them. Yeah. Was that a game changer for you right out of the gate? Yeah, and and uh, I had no idea. Like, I did, you know, God, we did, we did Winter Soldier a long time ago, and that was one of the – that was in the beginning of the Marvel world really blowing up. And uh, so uh, nobody had any idea what that was. And uh, yeah, I, dude, I've done movies all over the world. I have a, I did a movie in China, which was a big movie uh, over there, only because of their love for the Marvel movies. It's like, it's, it's everywhere. You could be in a Marvel movie for five minutes and it is a game changer. It's amazing. Um, as far as being the bad guy, you know, as an actor, there's something... That's got to be cool about the fact that, you know, Captain America, for example, everybody's rooting for Captain America and you're the guy trying to take him down. Like, I'm not in Hollywood, dude. I'm not in the movies. But, like, I think that's got to be kind of badass, no? It's fun. It's fun. I like I, I like playing the heavy, I, you know. And even when I'm not the heavy, like I did the Purge movies, uh, you know, uh, I'm not the heavy, but I am. And, but I'm, I, I come out a little bit heroic. I like playing these guys that are on the other side of convention, you know? And uh, to me, that's dudes like me and you, I think we are attracted more to, to, to guys who are flawed and yet they have some moral compass, you know? Oh, I totally get that, man. Yeah. I totally get that. Now, for you specifically, you got that intense, crazy scene. My buddy wanted me to ask because he's the one who got me into the Marvel movies. So I feel like if I didn't ask you, I'm not, I'm not doing my job here. That right. scene in the elevator, yeah. how many takes, how many times, like when you think about like iconic scenes in the Marvel movies, dude, that's got to be one of the most iconic scenes, no? It, it's, 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 now, it's now one of the most, for lack of a better word, iconic scenes. Six days, though, we shot that scene. Six days. I believe it, man. So, so and it's all practical. It's all fighting. And it's all very choreographed. But, you know, I, we've, 
Evans and I have said this for, for eight years. It's like we came out of that elevator. We needed, uh, you know, hospitalization <laughs> because you can't hold back. You're in tight quarters. So we were really going at it for days and days and days. And it was intense. It was crazy. Uh, how was it working with Chris Evans? Good dude. Oh, he's a great dude. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a Boston guy. He's a, you know, uh, oh, there's a little tension right out of the gate then. So you're the New Yorker. He's the Boston guy. Were you like rocking? Are you a Yankee or a Met fan? But I am I'm a Yankee fan. That a boy. I knew I'd like you. I knew I'd like you. I'm a Yankee Giants Rangers Knicks fan. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's fine. Evans is great, man. He's, he's uh, now he's in the stratosphere. He's, he's turned that Captain America role into a, an amazing thing. And, and uh, he's a great dude. I hung out with him many times, you know, in, in my personal life. And I love him. We'll get to the new movie in a minute. Um, but that New York background, do you feel like in the roles that you play, it kind of comes out? I know as somebody who, you know, grew up in Staten Island, I live in Brooklyn now, there's a certain sound, there's a certain feel about, you know, being a New Yorker, you out in Hollywood, do you feel like that New Yorker comes out in you often? I'm, I'm, you know, I live here, but I don't really get involved in like Hollywood. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, I, I got three kids. I live a quiet life. And uh, I'm a New Yorker, you know, I'm, I'm from the Bronx and, and you know, I, I lived in New York my whole life. And the way I walk, the way I talk, the way I, I move, the, my, my ideologies are all New York. And uh, I, I feel like it gives me an advantage. You know, I'm a lot less full of than a lot of people that are here. <laughs> I totally get that, man. I totally get that. I'm out in L.A. for a week and I'm like, man, I'm a... Well, I, I, it's great. I'll tell you this. You're not dealing with two feet of snow, so you got that advantage. But what do you do now about your pizza and your bagels? I know you're keeping in shape, so, you know, you either burn it off or maybe you wait till you come to New York. There's, you know, Frank, there's something about the water out there. It ain't the same, dude. But here's the deal. Right down the street from me, uh, there used to be a place I used to go to on Prince Street called Prince Street Pizza. Oh, yeah. No, well. They opened up. He came over here right like a mile from my house. I go down the hill and there's Prince Street Pizza. So when my kids want pizza, we go to Prince Street Pizza, we get a pie. It tastes exactly like New York. I believe it. All right, let's get to your new film, which I know you're fired up about, Boss Level. Mel yeah. Gibson is yeah. involved in a movie. Let's start there. Mel Gibson, I mean, you think Braveheart, you think Patriot, you think Passion of the Christ. Was that one of those like roles when you're getting pitched that's like, Holy smokes, I'm working with Mel Gibson. Like, that's got to be, for you, I guess, listen, you've played in a lot of different type of scenarios where, you know, you're with Chris Evans. We'll get to your billion stuff in a little bit. So you've been with some big actors, but Mel Gibson, yeah, but he, dude, you know, that's Chris, big. He wasn't a big actor. He's just an actor at the time. Like, I've done, I did The Grey with Liam Neeson. That was a big, that was a big deal. Like, you know, working opposite Liam Neeson was, because he's always been kind of an acting hero of mine, and he's a, he's a dude. Uh, and there have been people along the way that I've that I've worked with that I was like, wow, man, this is a big deal. But Mel is is a, is a whole next level because I've been watching Mel since I'm a kid, and uh, he's one of the greatest movie stars and directors alive today. And uh, when Joe and I we made the movie, my partner and I made the movie. When Joe and I went pitched this to Mel, and he said yes, I mean, to me it was like I wish my parents were alive so I could tell them. You know, Mel Gibson is my co-star. <laughs> it that's, that's pretty wild, dude. So what was for you in putting this whole thing together 
the biggest appeal? Like, what what are you most proud of now? Thinking about this movie, it's done. It, yeah. it went through the process. Now that you can look back on it, what yeah. kind of like fires you up the most about it? Really, so my partner Joe and I, who wrote and directed it, we had 41 days to make the movie when we originally were financed. They cut us to 27 days right before we're about to start. So we either were going to bail on the movie and 280 people were going to lose their jobs, or we had to figure out a way to do it. And I do all my own stunts. I do everything myself, right? So we had to truncate the whole thing into 27 days and still execute what we needed to execute. And so my biggest joy out of this is that as tough as it was because it was i had ptsd afterwards that we executed this thing and and you know i think we made a really cool movie that i think everybody for 90 minutes will have a good time watching well i'm looking forward to it and those fight scenes man for somebody like you how important is it to keep in shape even when you're not filming a movie because you get thrown into this i feel like you can't go from zero to a hundred right like you really got to be Always. physically enabled to do some of the stuff. Like if you're doing your own stunts, I mean, dude, you gotta be, you gotta be able to rock. Yeah. And I, you know, I, so I grew up boxing and wrestling and stuff. So my, my coaches were always like, you always gotta be two weeks out. Always. I don't care if you're fighting or not. So my, my theory in my life is I'm never more than two weeks away from being ready. And I, I, I box every day, every single day. I do strength and conditioning every other day. So I'm always in shape and I'm, um, whether it's my physical keeps me mentally straight and my, my mental keeps me physically straight. And that's the kind of way I live my life. It's just lifestyle. Got my main man, Frank Girl. He's got a new movie coming out. He's had a great career in Hollywood and it's Super Bowl week, Frank. So you know this, dude, Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady are going to be talked about quite a bit, but I get the feeling you and Gronk have a, you know, a little relationship here. That is definitely worth mentioning. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Gronk is in the movie. Gronk is in boss level. And we had a Does lot he have, let me, let's start here with Gronk. Does he have a future after it's all said and done getting into this sort of thing? 1000%. He is such a big, great personality. He's, he's great on camera and he's got an ease about him. Do you know what I mean? It's just a natural ease about him that a lot of seasoned doctors don't even have. And wow. I think if he wants to, he could have a cool career. And uh, we also have Rashad Evans, the great world, UFC world champion, Rampage Jackson. These great world champion athletes who know discipline and they, they wind up being really good actors. How was Gronk taking him on, mano y mano? He's a big dude, but I think you got him. I think you got him. All that working out paid out a little bit, you know? You know he, he's, uh, he, can, he can beat me on the 40-yard on the dash, but I think I got him when it, when it comes to that. Well, now when it comes to working with a guy like Rob Gronkowski, do you find yourself now when we're getting ready for the Super Bowl pulling for the Buccaneers? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I've always been a Giant fan and I hate Tom Brady, uh, but I don't hate Tom Brady. I, I just, I'm right there with you. I mean, you as a Giant fan, listen, you guys, you guys own him. You beat him twice. I know, I know but I'm so amazed just as a, in an athletic, purely athletic way, what this guy did with a, an okay Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. And got them to the Super Bowl. I mean, Grunk, I, I'm just amazed at this guy. How do you not cheer for Tom Brady? I'm right there with you. And maybe it's Frank. I'm a Dolphin guy. 
So I saw him torment me in the division for 19 years. But now he's not playing for the Patriots anymore. So listen, if he wins another Super Bowl or two, he's the best to ever do it. Now at least it's somebody else's problem. I'm fine with that. It's not my problem anymore. That's what I said. It's not my problem. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite team of yours? Like, listen, I understand your Yankees, your Giants, your Knicks, but like if there's one team you'd say that despite your busy schedule, you're going to make it like appointment viewing, who would that team be? Believe it or not, it's the Dallas Cowboys. I've, I've, I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan since I played peewee football, you know, since Roger Staubach was the quarterback. And, and I, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, who is your favorite Cowboy all the time? Is it Staubach? Is it Aikman? Is it Michael Irvin? My God, Michael Irvin's going to be wanting to hear you say that is the correct you know, answer. It was Roger Staubach. I was just a huge – I just loved that. I thought, to me, he was like John Wayne. Yeah, he was. I mean, before my time, but, like, I see those NFL films packages and whatnot. Obviously, Naval Academy, the whole deal. And, listen, back then, man, I mean, the Dolphins and the Cowboys and the Steelers, they were they were the three teams in the 70s, you know? That was it. That's all you Could need. escape them. Now – you were a part of a show that I watch and I love in billions. When you were getting involved in that experience and you were on, did you kind of sense this was going to be a big deal or was this kind of like under the radar upstart? Let's see where it goes. Yeah, this is, you know, I had some downtime uh, and, and it just, it just so happened. Like they offered me this role and they kind of said, you're going to play this they want you to play this artist. And I was like, me, you want me? And I talked to the producers who are great dudes and they're like, yeah, we want you to bring that thing you do, but not so much. And, but, and I'm like, I've never seen this show. I don't know. Is it popular? And I, I didn't realize, like, in our business, too, it's very popular in the industry. And I only did, like, eight, eight episodes or something. I can't tell you how many people come <laughs> to me every day and love billions. I'm like, Jesus. They're I, probably wondering if you do any artwork on the side, too. Like, you're you know, a character, of course. Right. I'm like, actually, I do artwork, but uh, <laughs> it's not for sale. <laughs> there you go. Um, how is Giamatti and Damian Lewis dealing with that? I know Giamatti forever. I know Giamatti from New York. We've we've been friends for a while. Damian Lewis is a stellar human being, great actor. Maggie, they're all. It's a great bunch of people. There's a real alchemy with these guys, and and that's why they're so popular and they're so good at what they do. Um, when will be the next time for you where you find your way back to the tri-state area? You know, I'm supposed to come back to finish Billions, um, but with COVID, it just keeps bouncing around. Uh, but uh, I, I hope soon. The last time I was there, I did a movie in Staten Island. I'm from Staten Island. There you go. And I saw that is a project for you. Is that out yet or is that coming no, out in the next couple of weeks? It's uh, me and Bobby Cannavale. You know the actor? Oh, I know Bobby. Yeah, of course. Me and Bobby and Naomi Watts. And, Good uh, cast right out of the gate. I like that. And, uh, and Curtis from Wu-Tang. Wow. That's, yeah. that's badass, man. That's yeah, badass. Yeah. It's a cool little movie. So I don't know when that's coming out yet, but I, I wasn't, it was two summers ago that we did it. And I spent about seven weeks in Staten Island. <laughs> uh, did they take you to Lee's Tavern while you were there? I hope, man. That's the best pizza in town, bro. It's a little bar. You wouldn't even know they don't have the streets. You know a place is legit, Frank, when they don't have a sign outside. It's like we don't need we don't need anybody to come right. in. We're right. all good. Um, <laughs> as far as COVID, 
how big of a hurdling block with this movie and a lot of the projects that you've done, has it been a total game changer? Have you guys been able to make do? Like, how's that experience been? It's a game changer in the way that movies are being distributed. This movie was going to go into theaters and uh, thankfully Hulu came in and partnered up and, and, and took it over. And uh, so that's why March 5th is a big day for us because Hulu's releasing it all over the, uh, all over North America. Um, but yeah, we just finished a movie uh, in Atlanta. It took us three months because of COVID. Uh, it's me and Gerard Butler and Joe Carnahan, same director. Uh, and it really, you know, it, it slowed things down a lot and we almost had to stop a couple of times. So, you know, until there's some real uh, mass uh, way to distribute this, this vaccine, I don't know. I don't know when anything really gets back to what it was. It's crazy to think about. And, you know, you think about the business. How many people over the last year, Hulu, Netflix, films that are on these platforms, TV shows that people are watching. As somebody who's an actor, do you get the sense this is in many ways where the business is going even after when COVID, you know, is all said and done? 100%. 100%. I mean, you know, listen, what's happened is we've changed the behavior of people. Now, now, you're not thinking, now we're comfortable with sitting home. People have beefed up their entertainment systems. People who don't have a lot of money, they have great TVs because they spend a lot of time at home now. And it's a great way to kind of have family time, too. So I, I don't know. I don't know where the movie business goes as far as theatrical releases are concerned. Um, I got to ask this, doing a sports radio show in New York. Favorite all-time Yankee? Thurman Munson. Good answer. Good answer. Don Mattingly is my guy. So, you know, a couple of years down the road. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it is, bro. I can't grow it out. That's that, you know, Thurman Munson, Don Mattingly-like. But, you know, that's a, that's a high-quality answer right there. So before we get back to the movie real quick, Super Bowl 55, Bucks, Chiefs. Who you got? Because of Brady and Gronk, I gotta go. I gotta go Bucks. Um, favorite scene in any of the movies that you've done, any of the TV shows that you've done. Is there one that like you keep coming back to when you think about your career and be like, man, that was the coolest scene I was ever a part of? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not what you would imagine, but I had a scene in the gray, my, my, the last scene in the gray with me and Liam Neeson, it goes for 12 minutes. It's me kind of surrendering my life just as me as an actor and where I was in my life then. And, and what that movie did for me, it's that scene. Uh, again, Joe Carnahan directed and wrote that movie oddly. Uh, but it was that scene just being against Liam Neeson kind of gave me that, that the spirit that. I belong now and I can do this with the best. Do, do you know what I mean? And it's almost- Oh, I get that. I get that. I mean, listen, that for me, like to try to make a comparison from the radio business, when I was on set with Francesa years right. ago, Mike Francesa, it was one of those like, holy blank, like say what you want, whether you love Mike, you hate Mike, people know Mike. And for me, like when I'm on set there, I'm doing my radio deal. I'm like, oh, holy blank, I'm doing stuff with Mike. I can imagine for you, it's Liam Neeson, it's Mel Gibson. That's like holy blank type stuff, dude. Yeah, it's it's, and then and then you kind of realize, well, actually, they got the same problems as I do, and they're still worried creatively about the same thing. Like we're here together. It's not it's not this. It's we're here, and uh, 
And, you know, it, it, that changes your career. It does because your confidence, I, I always attribute everything to fighting. When I see a confident fighter, it, you, you can never count him out. If he's confident, you can, I don't care if the other guy's a lot better. If, if he's confident, you can never count him out. And I, and I believe in that confidence. Okay, Frank, favorite Marvel movie that you were a part of? Uh, by far, The Winter Soldier. I think it was... Bad, I think it's the best one. I think that and Endgame are the two best... See, Endgame, it's almost not fair to compare because it's like this this culmination. It's the end, and it was so, like, hyped and just crazy. Yeah. Winter Soldier, like, when I was going through the movies, I, like, thought back. I was like, this is the best one, hands down. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I agree. Not because I'm in it. I just thought the script, Robert Redford. I mean, the cast was amazing. It was a real acting piece as well. And there's not a lot of crazy special effects. It's a lot of practical stunts and stuff. And uh, yeah, I, would, I mean, I'm proud to be a part of that thing. Boss level. We can check it out. Coming up in a little bit. Where can we find it, Frank? For everybody who's going to watch it, where can we find it? We find it on Hulu on March 5th uh, is when it drops. And then just keep watching. Uh, we, we Hopefully, we'll, you know, we'll get a big audience and we can keep going and uh, maybe make boss level two. I like that, Frankie. I like it. Listen, hope to see you at some point when you're back here in the Tri-State area, man. Kill with this movie. Thank you so much for the time, dude. This was incredible, all right? I appreciate you. I appreciate you. That's Frank Grillo. Check him out. He's got a big movie coming out, Boss Level. Mel Gibson, Gronk involved, big time stuff. All right, we're back with more of your calls right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law